This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. How cool was that? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, everybody. I'm going to try to give you guys an orientation on what I call the dream program, the dream curriculum that I intend to teach live, inshallah, soon. There's lots of things to talk about. And the first thing I want to get out of the way, I've put some things on the screen here, six items that um, you know we're going to try and go through. But before all of that, I do want you to know that there is a certain kind of mindset even before you listen to any of this. Like some of you are like, this is going to be too hard for me. I don't think I can make that kind of commitment. Um, you know, it's, it's Arabic is a really tough language and all of that. So I want to just kind of maybe take a few minutes, talk about that, and then we'll get into this orientation stuff, inshallah. And hopefully it's of benefit to all of you. I'm looking for students who have been convinced up until now that they cannot learn Arabic. And I want to beat that out of their system. There is absolutely none of you that are incapable of learning the language of Allah's book. He guaranteed that this book is made easy for the purpose of remembering him. And he said that, and he also said that this, that Allah sent his book in an Arabic language that makes everything clear. He said that 11 times describing the Qur'an is an Arabic Qur'an. So for every one of us, any, anyone who's Muslim, they dream to have direct access to the words of Allah without a filter of a translation. And that's not a dream that Allah only fulfilled for people that were born of Arab descent or for people that have an unusually high intelligence and they can learn this language. Islam spread all over the world and wherever it spread, people learned Arabic. That's our history. It only changed, you know, when colonization and other forces removed Arabic from our education systems around the world. And now Arabic is kind of exotic to most Muslims or the only parts of Arabic we know are enough to recite some Quran. And for those of you that became Muslim later on in life, you accepted Islam as adults or as, you know, as young adults and even some of the children that accepted Islam, um, you might feel like it's a completely alien thing. How am I ever going to learn it? How am I ever going to get good at it, etc.? Well, it's not hard. It's just, you know, you could feel like something is really far away, but if you have the right kind of map and you take the right kind of steps and you don't get discouraged just because you're on a journey, because you're not always thinking about the destination, you're focused on the steps you got to take today. If you focus on that one step at a time, the Arab says a thousand miles start with a single step. That's a, that's a saying known in so many different cultures. So one thing I do expect from all of my students is a kind of self-motivated mindset. My job is to encourage you. My job is to remind you. My job is to make sure that you're on point with where you need to head. But you need to have a certain kind of mindset that you've made the intention with Allah. Ya Allah, I'm not very smart. I'm not very good at this. But you promised that you made your book easy. I'm coming to this because I want to know your book. I want to remember you directly. This is why I want to learn this. I have no other reasons. I'm not interested in ordering a shawarma from a Lebanese restaurant and impressing the waiter. I don't want that. I just want to be able to read your book. And when the imam is reciting and I'm standing in prayer or I put something on some recitation of the Quran, I want to be able to cry because I hear what you're saying. That's all. That's the only reason I want to learn this. And when you come with that intention, my guarantee to you is Allah will make that easy for you because it's actually not backed by me. That guarantee is backed by Allah. Without a doubt, we made the Quran easy for the purpose of remembrance. Is there anyone out there who will put the effort to remember? 
That's the, pro that's the question that Allah asked, the challenge question that Allah asked to the world, to you, to me. Is there anyone out there who will put in the effort to remember? Well, we should be telling Allah, here we are. You know, and it's, it's, uh, I thought it's interesting that we're picking Yawm Arafah to have this conversation about starting our journey in Arabic because this is a celebration of someone who journeyed a long distance to Allah, right? And he journeyed a long distance to Allah just being loyal to Allah's words. Allah gave him words and he started on the journey. And he, at the end of all of that journey, alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, he made one dua. After all of his prayers and all of his trials, his prayer was, send a messenger among these people who will read your book to them. Yatlu alayhim ayatika. Right? He'll recite your revelations to them. And that revelation is the Qur'an. And here we are celebrating his legacy. And the answer to his prayer is that we should get a book. That was his prayer, that we should get a book. And now we have it. Well, it's time that we show our love to Ibrahim and our appreciation for the dua that he made for us. And our love for this book that Allah gave us. And that love will, I'm telling you, it will make you smarter than you've ever been in your life. It'll make you more capable than you thought capable because you're actually not capable. I'm not capable. Allah injects capability in you. I remember being in that position where I made a promise to Allah, Ya Allah, I just want to learn your, your language. I just want to learn the language of your book. I want to be able to access the Quran directly. That's all I want. And Allah made that easy for me. While I had a full-time job, while I had full-time school, while I had barely any money, while you know, I had all these restraints on myself and no opportunity, no way to go find a shaykh or something else. And yet Allah made the journey into studying Arabic and studying the Quran easy for me. I'm definitely not a shaykh but I'm definitely an experienced student. So when I take the role of a teacher, I don't talk to you from the point of view of just someone who knows this stuff or knows a little more than you. I'm talking to you from the point of view that I have been where you're sitting. Like I've been where you started. And I'm telling you, you can accomplish this. It's not, I, I'm, I wasn't some A student, let me tell you. I was B at best, you know? So I, I'm not a super genius of any kind, but Allah did open my mind to understand Arabic better than I understood any other subject. To understand Quran better than I understood any other subject. And Allah will do that for you if you come with the right intention. So that's just a few introductory comments that I wanted to make before we engage in this conversation. Yes, it is. Allah will make it easy, but you need to show some grit. You got to show some toughness that you're, you're in for this. And every time the road gets difficult, you don't drop the journey. You're, you're going to stick it out. And that's easier said than done. And I know that, but... That's going to come up, inshallah, as I talk about the prerequisites. This is my first orientation session. I'm going to have a few more with you guys, maybe at least one more, maybe a couple more, where I'm going to talk about what you need to be like as a student to get the most out of this. Because I know you'll get a lot out of it if you apply yourself the right way. So what is that right way? I'll spell that out for you. But let's get started for today. So the first thing is prerequisites. And by here, I, I actually mean, let me qualify that a little bit further, knowledge prerequisites, okay? That's what I mean. What do you need to know before you study Arabic with me? Well, uh, you need to be able to uh, learn, to be able to read the Quran without, uh, you know, without understanding it. You're just reading the Arabic text of the Quran. And when you're reading the Arabic text, you're not stopping. Like if you're reading Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, you're not like al Ham, 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 right? Ham, yeah. Do. Mm. It's cool if you're at that level, but you need to move up from that before you start studying with me. 
So I'm not going to teach you the alphabet or starting. I'm going to teach you from where you can actually open the book and say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And let's take that a little further. Some of you have accents, so you don't recite that perfectly, right? So you, even if you have good flow, you say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Or you say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, like the Desi style or whatever. You have some kind of dialect or accent, your tajweed isn't perfect, your makharij, your kha, your ain, your qaf, your ghain, they're not where they're supposed to be, that's okay. If your pronunciation is on its way, it's fine, you can still be part of this course. But if your reading flow is choppy, then that's something that needs to be worked on immediately so you can be qualified for this course. Which means, and I'm getting ahead of myself, I'm going to be starting this class in a uh, little after mid-September. So I'll announce the specific date uh, pretty soon, but it's mid-September or post-mid-September that I'm going to be starting this class. So these few weeks, if you're not at the level where you're reading in flow, I can give you some tips and trips, tricks what to do. I'll make a separate post for that on Facebook on what you can do to get yourself reading in flow by then. Okay, and it's, it's, it shouldn't take that long. It's not going to be you know, months and months and weeks and weeks of study, if you just apply yourself for a few hours, it's you're going to get there surprisingly fast, okay? So so let's now reiterate. The prerequisites are you're able to read the Qur'an, not Arabic books. You're able to read the Qur'an without, break, you know, hiccups, without breaking up so much in flow, even if you don't understand anything that it's saying, you can make the sounds properly, okay? You can read it without understanding. If you're at that level or better, this is the right course for you, okay? Now, some of you are of Arab background. Some of you are of, you know, Asian background. Some of you have European background, different kinds of backgrounds, Hispanic backgrounds. Uh, uh, whatever background you come from, you may have certain levels of knowledge of Arabic, and you may have certain understanding of vocabulary and things like that. Great if you have it, but it's not going to help in this course so much because I'm not teaching you Arabic as a science or rather as a skill. I'm not teaching you like if I was teaching Spanish or German or French or something like that, then the goal would be how to teach you to communicate in Arabic. That's not what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you how to understand Arabic when you're reading it and how to understand Arabic of the Quran specifically when you're listening to it. That's my first goal for you. Okay, so because of that, all I need from you is the ability to hear or the ability to read, specifically read in flow. Even if your handwriting is horrible, like you don't know how to write in Arabic, and when you write it, people say, wow, I didn't know you wrote Mandarin, um, and it's that ugly, then that's okay, because I don't expect you to write anything in Arabic. All the stuff that I need you to write is going to be available in your notes and your book and everything else. Your job is going to be to read it. If you're struggling with reading, again, this isn't the right course. Okay, So that's the only academic prerequisite that I bring to this class. I don't expect you to do anything more than that. Um, there are other kinds of prerequisites like, you know, age, for example, or schedule, time commitment, all those things. That's a separate conversation. We'll have that when the time comes. But in this orientation, at least the knowledge prerequisite, I wanted to make sure all of you guys understand. And again, I, my promise to you is within the next couple of days, I'm going to post online uh, for those of you that struggle with reading and are starting. You don't even know what the alphabet is. Or even if you do know, you are, you're, you're choppy in what you're reading. And inshallah, I'll post something that can help you get there pretty quickly. It'll just require a daily commitment from you for a couple of weeks, and you'll be making remarkable progress. What you think you couldn't accomplish in years, you can get done in a couple of weeks. Okay, so that's the first one, um, knowledge prerequisites. So I'm going to erase that.
actually not a race. I'll, I'll keep going to number two, schedule. So I, I kind of gave away a little bit about when I'm going to start. Mid-September, a little after mid-September is when I plan to start. It's going to be a little bit of a crazy schedule. So I think you should know that ahead of time. So maybe this will be something for you. Maybe it won't. We'll, you know, we'll, let's work out that uh, understanding from now. The way that this course is organized, there are chunks of material that you cannot teach spread out. You got to teach it all together, like in an intensive kind of schedule. And the way I'd like to explain that to you is there are fundamentals. There are absolute fundamentals. And then there's additional knowledge, right? And the fundamentals, I like to teach them 10 days in a row. That's what I call dream worldwide last, last couple of years before COVID-19. That's what I taught in Indonesia. Some of you are watching that were there uh, for that course in Copenhagen and different places in the world. When I taught that course for 10 straight days, that's the fundamentals. And what I'm going to start with is actually 10 extreme fundamental days. Like we're going to, it's going to be a couple of hours, two to three hours a day, every single day for 10 straight days. Okay. So let's hypothesize. It's, let's say the start date is September the 18th. I think that's a Friday, right? So it's from that Friday until Sunday, the next Sunday, every single day, two to three hours live online with me. Okay, that's, that's what's, what's going to be. And by the way, these aren't just lectures. You guys are asking questions too. And I'm taking in your questions. I'm going to have Maz with me, uh, my, my TA, who's going to be fielding all the comments that you guys are giving me. And he's going to be actually representing you in the classroom and asking questions on your behalf so that it's going to be actually an interactive experience. I don't want this to be a lecture series. If this was going to be a lecture series, I can just record. It's already been recorded. The, the pre-recorded curriculum is already there. No surprise. But I want to be able to teach this live so I can take your questions as they come in. That's the point, right? So um, 10 days in a row, super difficult time commitment, but you're going to really enjoy it. I promise you that. After those 10 days in a row, you're going to feel like you need a break. So because I'm a good person, sometimes I'll give you four days off. Okay, so you finish on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I give you off. And then... Because I really want you to learn, we're going to do 10 days in a row again. And we're going to do the same exact course again. Not new material, same material. I want you to take the same fundamentals course with me twice over. I want to beat it over your head until you say, Ustad, I got it, I got it. I want you to get it so well, you can teach it to somebody else. Like even if you don't know anything else about Arabic, these fundamentals, you're, it's like you're a PhD in it. You own it. You could just spew it out, spew it out of the top of your head. Oh, he's going to say this next. This is the next lesson. This is the next concept. This is the next thing. This is how it applies. This is the examples from the Quran. You'll get that in your head drilled. I don't want to just teach you something, move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. That's what you do on YouTube. That's what you do on Facebook. Watch a little bit, move on, move on, move on, and you don't retain anything. But this isn't me giving lectures. This is a class. You guys are students if you're going to do this. Which means my, my number one goal isn't just to get you to understand. That's just my first goal. My second goal is you understand and you remember. And my third goal is you remember so well that you can share it with somebody else. That's my third goal. Which brings me to a side point. I mentioned the minimum prerequisites for people who should take this course. I think those of you that are Arabic teachers are in a position to teach. This would be a great course for you to observe. To, to take in teaching methodology. This has been highly successful around the world with tens of thousands of students. 
This is a tried and tested method of teaching Arabic. And I'm not trying to sell it to students because I'm telling you it's hard work. And for many of you, that kind of a commitment already means you won't be able to do it. That's okay. Maybe there's some other approach you can take. But for those of you that are going to commit, this, it's hard work, but it pays off. And it pays off super quick. Like you start seeing results you wouldn't have imagined. In four or five days, even you're like, whoa, I, I heard you'll mess up your salah. You'll be standing in salah going, what? Was that what we just did in class? Allahu Akbar. That's what's going to happen. And I, and I want that to happen. I want you to start, your neurons to start firing when you hear Qur'an, you know? So, 10 days of fundamentals, 4 days off, 10 days of fundamentals again. And since I'm so nice, 4 days off again. And then, there's another 10 days of fundamentals, but not the third time around. This is a new intensive called the Sarf Intensive. I've never taught this uh, around the world, but I've prepared the curriculum for it. I taught it to my full-time students before but I need to make sure you guys get it too. There's, there's two basic sides of Arabic study. When I, when I get to the technicalities of Arabic, I'll explain that to you. But there's two basic fundamentals you need to get well. You really need to understand them well. One of them is the Nahu side. The other one is the Sarf side, Nahu and Sarf. Now, you don't have to remember these words. And if I explain those to you now, you're just going to get a headache. So don't worry about it. Just trust me. There's two different basic courses you got to take. And I want to make sure you take each of them twice. So they're drilled in your head. So we've got the Nahu course twice, 10 days, 4 days off, 10 days. Then we're going to do the Sarf course, 10 days, 4 days off, 10 days. All together, there are 40 consecutive study days with these 4 days off in the middle. So what I'm trying to get, get across to you is the first couple of months of this program is going to be pretty tough. As far as the time commitment, I'm telling you the subject commitment is not going to be tough. I, that's my job to make it easy. If you put in the work, You'll get there. And there's not going to be hours of homework. It's not. If you're giving me 100% in the classroom, then it takes very little for you, maybe 15, 20 minutes, and you're on point. There's no hours and hours outside of class for you to get it, especially since we're going everything over everything twice, yeah? So the, 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 those 40 days of study with those breaks in between, when we're done with all of that, then we get into our regular you know, uh, schedule. And our regular schedule is going to be four days a week. And it's going to go on until next Ramadan at least. That's the plan. So it's going to be four days a week. And I'm not going to say this week we're going to cover this material or that material and give you university-style syllabus. Instead, I'm going to teach the material, gauge your comments and questions, see if we need to slow down or speed up. I'll actually put the foot on the accelerator or release the accelerator and do more review depending on how we're progressing as a group. That's the idea, right? But by, when we get to that slowed schedule where it's four days a week, it's going to be about maybe 40 minutes to an hour per class. And it's going to be four days a week live. And the fifth day is going to be a review uh, on Fridays. Whatever you want to review, whatever questions you want to ask is going to be every week. There's going to be homework assignments uh, online. Uh, there's going to be uh, tests that you're going to take and you're going to grade yourself. And we're going to go over the tests and all the answers and whatever answers you don't understand. When you mess up on a test or you mess up on a homework, that's the best thing ever. Because when you get that corrected, you never forget again. Right? So that's, that's my approach to teaching the material. So there are tests and there are homeworks, but they're not there to shame you and say, oh, I got that one wrong, huh? <laughs> Stupid. No, that's not what I'm going to do. Well, maybe I'll do it for fun. But that's not, you know, you're not, you're, you're there to make mistakes. If you weren't going to make mistakes, what's the point of being students? then you can learn everything on your own, right? So 
we're going to keep that going until you know about about coming ramadan and i'm hoping by then i can finish the entire dream grammar curriculum which is actually a full on textbook uh it's it's the dream curriculum tr textbook and there's a workbook these are massive books that we've put together and you're just going to have access to them for free actually they're already available for free on bayna tv so it's not something that i'm holding back in fact if schools want to use them right now or other institutions want to use them it's not something we're selling we're just giving it away but i there's one thing to have the book it's another to have the author of the book teach you the book right so that's that's what we're doing here i'm going to actually walk you through the book and every exercise and every drill so you understand it from the way the author wrote it and the way he meant it for you as a student there are other study resources you're going to have at your disposal but that's coming in a second um the so let me just keep you know that that was schedule and let's come to um what we will cover because we kind of seeped into that anyway so what we will cover is pretty cool let me talk about that for a couple minutes arabic is lots of different courses really honestly it's lots of different courses if you want to study the language of the quran the science behind it the mechanics behind it that to me is the most important step it's not the only step but it's probably the most important step and that step is something even arab students benefit from tremendously if you speak arabic fluently and you think you know nahw and sarf really really well let me tell you there are gaps in your knowledge there are gaps for the, for most of you unless you're a teacher and you've like really specialized in the subject there are lots and lots of gaps especially when it comes to lughat you know lisan al-arab al-arabiya al-fusha al-mu'asira contemporary arabic contemporary fusha arabic is one thing the language of the ancient arabs and its technicalities and how that affects the translation of the quran that's something else now those are two separate things and i want you to have like a a scientific eye of language too not just the natural taste of it the scientific eye for it so the first thing we're going to do in this course is help you become analysts linguistic analysts of the language of the quran the science behind it right so you're not looking at it like you look at a regular language you you know how to break apart words and figure out where they come from and what their implications are and why are they in this order or why do they look this way how come this word looks this way over here but it looks different over there those kinds of questions you'll be able to answer and see the benefit behind that and how that helps us interpret or draw benefit from the quran that's the science side then after that there is the art of arabic which is called balagha balagha is what makes the quran's language so artistic so beautiful what makes it so effective that it impacts the listener in such a strong way why were the arabs so dumbfound when they heard the quran that's the science of balagha and our textbook actually includes chapters on balagha and how the quran's balagha works and as we do this course on the science of the quran and the 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 nahw of the quran the sarf of the quran the balagha of the quran etc along the way you're going to not only be learning arabic with me you're actually going to start slowly getting into quranic studies right because i don't just want you to know arabic i want you to know what the world of the study of the quran looks like there are people who dedicated their lives to studying the quran what were they studying they weren't just studying arabic they were studying a bunch of stuff right there there's a literary dimension to the quran there's a historical dimension to the quran there's a technical there 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 are technical sciences about the compilation of the quran about the word you know the words in the quran about you know different tafsir in the quran different tafsir of the quran different interpretations of the quran i want you to get exposed to that world you won't become scholars of it but at least you'll have a working knowledge of what that world looks like and how people study and that's why you know my colleagues like you know sheikh suhaib 
and maybe even some visiting scholars like Dr. Akram will solicit some of their help to, to, to gain some insights into that world. Because at the end of the day, you're not learning language for the purpose of language. With me, you're learning language for the purpose of diving into the Quran, right? So as our Arabic studies get more advanced, we're going to start kind of sort of getting into Quranic studies. That's, that's really the goal at the end. Then finally, um, as far as expectations are concerned, what I, you know, and, and you know, I, I put what we cover and what expectations are, what should be your expectations at the end of the course? The science portion of the course, your expectation should be you can analyze the Qur'an linguistically and you can understand the complexities of certain things and why the translations can vary from one to another. Where did those differences in translation come from? And you know how to do that research. You know how to, where to look to find those answers intelligently. Then there's the skills portion of the course, which I, did, which I didn't talk about yet. That in, I'll see how you guys do by the end of the science course. But if I see enough of you doing really well, and inshallah you make it with me, then the skills course will be a kind of different animal altogether. And that will be a curriculum. I'll talk about it when the time comes. The goal of that curriculum, what do you expect from that curriculum? By the end of it, you can open up a tafsir book and read it. That's the goal of it. You, can re you have access to the Arabic Quranic studies literature world. That's an Arabic medium. So you're not just reading the Quran with comprehension. You're reading all the work about the Qur'an, the dictionaries of the Qur'an, the tafsir of the Qur'an, the books on the ulum, on ulum al-Qur'an or balaghat al-Qur'an, these different works on the Qur'an that are available, you're going to have access to them in their original languages, right? So that's the world of Qur'an scholarship opens up to you. That's the goal of the second phase where you're going to read Arabic without the haraka marks. And you'll still read it as if you see the haraka marks, right? So I want you to develop that super sense where you're going to see, see it without seeing it, right? And not make a mistake. That's what I expect from my students, not to make a mistake. And I, inshallah, you will get there. I know for a fact that you will if you commit yourself. Okay, so that's expectations. Uh, as far as resources are concerned, um, your resources, I mean, obviously you need an internet connection, a good one, to be on these live sessions. Uh, you probably should be taking notes, have a notebook with you just to have markings if you have some kind of tablet device or something that's in addition that you can download the book on and you can take annotations on it, that will help you too. I do encourage students to you know, get their hands busy when, they are, uh, when they're studying this stuff and to write their questions down, make sure their questions get answered and things like that. Um, the online resources I think will be a very good benefit to you on Bayina TV. There are recordings of every single lesson I'm gonna teach already there. And the book already points out, by the way, this lesson was also covered in this video. So if you wanted to go over something again, you can, you'll always have access to the live recordings, but also there are separated recordings, smaller chunk recordings on the dream curriculum on Bayina TV already, which will be an additional resource to you. Ustad Maaz Rahmani, who is my, uh, my TA, will be an, again an additional resource to you. Your questions, even after the session, He's going to be there, have certain hours where he's dedicated and a, a team of volunteers will be dedicated to just answering your grammar questions. I'll be part of that too. Um, I love answering your, your Arabic questions, your Quran questions. And some of those questions are not just beneficial for you. Sometimes one, students ask, one student asks a question, but a thousand students could benefit from the answer, right? So I'll incorporate those into my lecture and make that as interactive as possible. And that's as far as resources are concerned. Uh, you know, like I said, the study materials are available. They're going to be made available to you, PDF format, uh, and they're going to be free, inshallah. Uh, the cost of the course. Uh, I've decided not to have a tuition for this course. Uh, the only resource you need is a Bayina TV subscription. That's it. 
the study resources are on there anyway, so you'll need that anyway. Uh, the, this was the dream curriculum that I taught here on this Bayina campus. I'm on the campus stage right now, uh, and this is going to be what your virtual classroom looks like, inshallah. Um, when I taught it here, our tuition, if I remember correctly, was something around $7,000 for the nine-month course when, when students used to come here and stay here with us. Then at one point in Bayina's progression in its journey, we had the access course, which was a portion, maybe 25% of this material broken up into each of those courses, 25, 25, 25, like that. Uh, and that's just even the science section. And those were hundreds of dollars of courses. But I decided to do away with all of that. And all you need is an $11 a month subscription if you can afford it. And if you can't afford it, let's hope we can find somebody for you who can afford it for you. But there are two things I'd like to say about tuition. The first thing is tuition isn't just about putting money in. Tuition is a statement about how seriously you take something. I could just put this up on, I, I honestly couldn't care. I could put this up on Facebook and start teaching Arabic on Facebook. But you know what? You can swipe up and down and not care because it's there's not, there's no investment on your side. You didn't put anything in. It doesn't cost you anything to miss out. You understand? There has to be something that anchors you. And I'm not even, and even I think a billion TV subscription is not something that anchors someone. For some people, $11 a month is the end of the world. That's just the way Allah has given them the risk. And for other people, $11 a month is, $11 a, they, they spend per minute, not per month. It's, it's nothing for them. But the, that's not even the point to me. The point is there has to be some kind of rigor and some kind of commitment where you are putting, you know, uh, uh, effort in and there's a gateway to access. There's something you have to get through a barrier to get access to this knowledge that you're taking seriously. It's not just some video on social media or something you can find on YouTube. Rather, it's something that you are a part of. You're part of a community. You're inside of a closed group and they're all struggling together. And that's what I really want to get you to feel. Uh, so this is going to be for, for those of you that are Bayna TV subscribers, you'll have access to this automatically anyway, live. Uh, and inshallah, those of you that are not, I would encourage you to get, uh, you know, get signed up for that. Um, again, I'm going to be starting in mid-September. The additional orientations that I'm going to give you guys are going to include things about how you can best get ready for this course if you've made, made up your mind. But before I leave you, just one last thing I want to say to you. I, I, you know, there are different kinds of like sales pitches and the, the, in the marketing world today, like people will say, well, Take this course with us and we can make Quran easy to understand or take this course and then, you know, in 10 days you're going to whatever. But I'm not telling you any of that. I'm telling you if you're ready to do hard work, if you're ready to commit, then I'm ready to commit myself as a teacher. I bring 100% to my classroom. I bring 100 Every one of your questions needs to get answered if it's relevant to the class. If you're going to ask me about nail polish or, how, you know, about the length of the beard, then salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Then I'll troll you to death. But if you actually have questions relevant to the class, relevant to Quranic studies, relevant to this material, relevant to your learning, then you are, I, you're, I'm yours. I'm at your service. That's what I'm here for. This is what I find meaning in. So I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to put in a lot of work. But it won't be hard. The only hard part is going to be your, your mindset. How, how much of a quitter are you going to be? How lazy will you get? How quickly will you get distracted? Those are battles you have to fight. I can't fight those battles for you. My, all I can do is make this as easy as possible for you to learn. But that doesn't mean it doesn't require effort. That will come from you. And I, and I honestly 
think that enough of you have been thirsty enough, have been longing enough, desire this enough, that you are going to put in the work. And when you see the results, even from a few hours, even from a few weeks, you're going to feel like this is something I want to commit to and see it through. But there are lots of other things because I've been teaching for two decades. There are lots of things that I've seen students do that make them fail. I've seen lots of things students do that make them succeed. And I want you to know that because I want you to learn from the best practices of your, your former peers. And I want you to learn from the mistakes of your former peers. And that's what the other orientations are going to be about, right? What, can, what should you be doing? What should you not be doing? And how you should be making the most of your time, inshallah, if you are going to be doing this in the next few weeks. What, like, how do you make the most of your time? So Eid Mubarak, uh, an early Eid Mubarak to all of you. Uh, Jazakumullah khairan for tuning in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.